This hour sponsored by Ruptly, the video news agency. NAB Show Live. Testing. One, two, three. Hello. Welcome back to NAB Show Live, brought to you by Broadcast Beat. I'm Tess Protesto. And I'm Paul Richards. Welcome. Today we're going to be talking about live streaming high school sports, because high school sports have really taken off in the past few years. And we just interviewed Broadcast Clubs just yesterday, mm -hmm. and thought this would be a great follow-up session to talk to some experts in the field who know quite a bit about high, what high schools are doing today to help broadcast their athletic department programs. Absolutely. So we have Jim Basque from Broadfield Distribution. We have J.D. Fox from Presto Sports. And we have Jess, Jeff Sasagawa from Sling Studio. Thank you for being here, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for Our pleasure. Us. Yeah, we could just do a brief introduction of you each, and then we'll continue. Sure. Name is Jeff Sasaga, Director of Products at Sling Studio. Sling Studio is the industry's first portable and all wireless switcher studio, switcher product, production unit to allow you to stream live sports as well as doing other live events. Excellent. Uh, J.D. Fox from Presto Sports. Everybody here knows this as Stretch Internet. We went through a rebranding this year, so re-education for everybody. But we are a, a CDN in the high school and college sports space in North America, U.S. and Canada, basically. And I'm Jim Bass with Broadfield Distributing. We're a distributor for live production and live streaming products. And we have dealers all over the country that are selling to high school sports, college sports, minor league sports leagues all over the country. So sports streaming is one of the most popular forms of live streaming in my opinion, probably because it's just perfect for live. Everyone wants to see the goal, they want to see the video unraveling in front of their eyes, and everyone's kind of used to watching sports on professional television, but now some of the same quality is coming to high schools. I think it's just happening in the past few years. So tell us a little bit about the technology that high schools are using to produce school sports. Let me start with you, Jeff. Sure. So many high schools are using our product and other products, but with, with Sling Studio, what we allow and what other products allow you is to have the, the instant replay. So you have that ESPN NFL experience or uh, MLB experience, but it's also about multi-camera. It's about having cameras not only you know, behind the plate or panning from above, but it's in center field and be able to have that MLB shot from the center field to the, to the pitcher, to the catcher. It's also having the roving cameraman on the sidelines, being able to, to capture the athletes coming off the field, celebrating with their fellow athletes or during a timeout. And, and so also about the interaction. That's the one last thing I would say is it's not just like linear sports where you're watching it, listening to the commentators. It's about interacting with the fans so if you're streaming on a, on a service like a YouTube or, or Facebook, for example, the fans throughout the entire country and sometimes throughout the globe are interacting and it's like a high school reunion. So it's a very unique experience in addition to the, the multi-camera experience that you get with, uh, with these things studio. 
And really what we've seen in the last few years is with the technology advancements, NDI especially, and, and things in wireless technology like Sling Studio, what it's done is it's brought that price point down to where it's, a, it's approachable for a high school to do it. And it's not just a single camera panning back and forth on a basketball court. You can get multi-camera and you can get it affordably and be able to show all of those angles that you expect from a professional broadcast even at the high school level. And we've seen with our dealers that the interest in these sports programs have taken this technology out from the fields into the classrooms and multimedia labs and other areas of the school as well. So you can take a Sling Studio application or a PTZ camera and have that now become the case study that's being used all over the building, which creates a much larger install. That kind of leads to my next question. What, how, like, how has the technology changed recently? I mean, has it been over a long period of time? But it seems like things are a little bit more portable now, so you don't have to have a set streaming system in, in each application. Is that something that you can speak to? Yeah, so a lot of our customers we've seen, they used to bring out a production truck yeah. to the baseball game or to the football game or some other basketball game. And it was a, it was a large crew, a large ordeal. But with the portability of products like ours, Link Studio and others, you can just carry in a backpack the whole studio equipment with your cameras. You don't have to drive a truck out to the, to the, uh, to the venue and you can just set it up within, within five minutes because it's all wireless. There's no cables involved. And the crew doesn't have to drive the truck back to the studio. They can just go home because all, there's no truck and all the content, all the storage is in one device. So it really has changed. It's not just about the form factor, it's about the portability and being able to, to have it a wireless, easy setup. The, the one thing we may forget about is the networks at these schools. It took a while for that infrastructure, especially in the public sector, in the public high school space to get to where they had ease of use with internet at their athletic venues. So that was kind of the foot in the door to start everything is, is we had to get that up and now that those schools are very connected, now you've got a chance in, in a setting. Like if you're using NDI and you've got networked classrooms, you can have a presentation from one classroom, you can have a presentation from another classroom and show it in the auditorium. So what that's led to, um, you know, back in my day it was newspaper, but now there's the opportunity for these students to learn about video production, and it's exciting. It's what they see in their everyday life. So that's been the big change, is just getting those high schools connected, really. And I would agree with that completely. Jeff, I think one of the reasons your system fits into a backpack is because the camera link is wireless, and you don't have to roll 300 feet of SDI cable to cover a football field. Now you add new tech and DI technology that you were referring to and the robust networks being installed in these schools. Uh, Paul and I just went about a month ago to visit a high school in the Bronx, New York, and they're streaming from their basketball courts to a control system on three stories above <laughs> where a student is at the control station actually producing their stream. So it's pretty amazing how that technology has really come a long way. 
Well, I'm glad you mentioned that, Jim, because one of my next questions was about the students. I feel like all of this technology making it into high schools is not just for the parents at home, although they do benefit, and I think it's a great, not only is it great for the athletes, right, who are, some of them are getting scholarships, getting introductions to scouts, and we, have some, we heard some stories about that. Not only is it great for the parents at home, but I really think that it's great that the students can benefit from learning about how to use the technology, to your point, J.D., um, maybe I'll go back to you for this one, Jim, because sure. we got to see it firsthand in the Bronx, New York at the SAR High School. It's really about the kids sometimes, right? Can you tell us a little about what we saw with the student operators and, and the experience that some of these students are having operating the cameras and the, the different gear that's yeah. there? Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. They, uh, the school we went to has a video club where the student was controlling the camera on the basketball court. They had other students commentating the game and, of course, the athletes on the floor. So now you have three different groups of very different students in the school developing life skills. As the marketing person for Broadfield Distributing, I wanted to hire some of those kids on the spot <laughs> to do our own productions. So it really is a great school um, activity to really involve everyone. Yeah, and really when you think about it, 10 years ago, if it was a high school sports production, it was a local production company doing it. And now it's in the hands of students. So then that's bleeding up as well. So we have smaller colleges. They may go to a smaller college that's maybe doing very simple streaming, but they get all this experience from high school and they up the level of production the next place they go. They decide they want to continue to do that and now they're in our industry. Yes. So it's, it's really a building block approach that used to start at the college level that's really bleeding down to the high school level now. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Making this, having the students be able to be the camera operator, to be the switcher, the director, is exciting for them. It's a lot of fun. It's more engaging. But I would say it's also with our with Sling Studio, we've we've watched these these kids not only um, cover the the games, but for recruiting, as you mentioned, most for the most part, you know. Parents are in the stands with an iPad recording and trying to do it for, you know, for recruiting videos. But with Sling Studio, you can not only get that pan shot, but you get close-up shots, end zone shots, roving, and that now the recruiting videos that people use with Sling Studio are close up or on one one athlete or a team, but it's the right view as opposed to, you know, a, a, a parent in the stands on the, you know, that's. Uh, several hundred feet away. So it's really enabling recruiting as well as better footage. And then I would say even for the social media, allowing high schools to monetize their, their live games and have different views and different perspectives. Yeah, and I wonder if those same students that are streaming the uh, morning announcements and you know, school broadcasting are also doing the sports. Yeah, we find the two, th two, two groups that are covering it if, if the school has a broadcasting class, a videographer class, mm -hmm. they are the same group that's covering the high school sports, the talent shows, um, and they're offsetting the, the community TV stations that have to choose between one of the 10 schools to cover. So it's not just the, the broadcasting class covering one sport, because our product is so portable, they're now covering not just football and baseball, but water polo, diving, swimming, all these other sports because it's so easy to set up. And I can imagine that the same opportunity that having this on-demand con on content or live content for uh, sporting athletes to get scholarships maybe, the same opportunity is being presented for these students that are looking at going into broadcasting. 
I wish I was able to put that on my resume before college. I mean, that would have been amazing. Exactly. I, I think really we're seeing high school students create reels of their work and submit it to their journalism program, which sounds crazy. I mean, you yeah. just, before you looked at their GPA and they want to study journalism, great. But now you actually have some competition at some of these journalism schools because of that. So I know we talked about sports, but I want to ask about eSports. Just a little bit, one question here. We'll get back to regular high school sports because I think that a lot of, a lot of that is important. But how is eSports changing the game? Because it is something, we actually had a panel on it yesterday. We dug into real deep into the topic. But have you seen, is, is that reaching into the high schools? Because it seems like a lot of students are playing these video games and now they're getting the opportunity to compete at a national level. Uh, have you guys, can anyone give us a little bit of uh, insight? Maybe Jim, we can start with you on e the eSports uh, side of things. So some of the feedback we get from our dealers is that eSports is still a very competitive field. And because it's based on competition, they're getting a lot of the production inspiration from watching ESPN and other sports coverage. So they're duplicating the instant replay, the zoom in, uh, the commentator, the color commentary. If you watch Overwatch League, the coverage is no different than any other competitive sporting event that you see this, the exact same way. Interesting. And that's why you see at the college level, it's the athletic departments that are leading the charge. They have the esports team and they treat it as an athletic team. So that's bled down to high school because that's a great scholarship opportunity for them. So, wow. and, and really they're learning the technology early on because when you're an early adopter, or excuse me, when you're starting early on being a, an esports streamer, you're doing everything yourself, you're learning everything yourself, and you're playing the game at the same time. So technology obviously has improved and, and there's all sorts of macros you can do and everything to do that, but you're learning the technology while you're playing the game and that's an important part to speak on as well. Yeah, we're seeing two levels for esports. Obviously it's growing, it's college level. We have, we're covering college teams playing against each other and a few high schools. And so it's, it's, a, it's about really multi-camera because you need to have cameras not only on the commentators, because they're commentators, and you need to have cameras on each team or team members, and then the audience, and then bringing the graphics of the game. So it's a really very sophisticated production, and we're seeing at the high school level. We're, we're also seeing um, teams doing esports and practicing. We have a, new co a few new coaching features that allow not just baseball and basketball and volleyball, use it for real-time analysis. Now I have eSport teams with the coaches watching the players and taking advantage of multi-screen, frame-by-frame scrub in slow motion, and the coaches are giving feedback to the players on every single move, not just the graphics of the, of the, of the game, but also the hand movements. So it's getting down to as sophisticated as you know, football or any of the major sports. I can't believe that there's scholarship opportunities. I mean, I guess I'm living in a hole. So there are actual scholarship scholarship opportunities and collegiate level teams being run. Okay. Yep. That's amazing. Wow. So I'm gonna go back to athletic department directors, if that's okay. Yes. Give a, so athletic departments have uh, 
the responsibility to support the athletes. That's their job, right? And an athletic department director may have 10, 12, 20 teams that they're responsible for. Jim, we met with one of them, and I think the biggest takeaway uh, from the SAR High School that we were at was that the athletic directors are taking the video footage and looking, looking back at it and helping the, the athletes improve. And I think that was one of my biggest takeaways. Are the athletic directors, uh, they seem to be really happy with the ability to record these, these, um, these sports sporting events. What was your takeaway from some of the athletic directors? I'm sure we've all worked, you've all worked with them. What are they thinking about live streaming and getting that video and helping their teams become more competitive? Well, I, I think like a lot of fields, one of the biggest things in sports is analytics. And when you have video to analyze how the players are playing, how the game developed, how can we become a better team, then obviously that's a huge resource. So to lead that charge and be able to go over the video with the team, with the coaches, and with other departments, it just builds for a better program and a better community supporting that program, which is critical in schools as funding gets cut, as everything gets cut, the booster programs become more and more important. So you, the more you can involve the community, the stronger the program itself becomes. Interesting. And really, we think about at this show, you want to have multi-camera because it's that professional look that we're all used to when we're watching sports on TV. But that same hold truth for the coaches is they get those additional angles as well, and that's important. What we see often driving it with our customers is they start streaming and it's a you know one camera shoot maybe and then the next year they want to do a two camera shoot because the coach is like oh can can i get this too can i see this while it's happening can i see the scoreboard while the game's going on things like that and then it just progresses from there and really it's to help the broadcast but it's also to help the coaches and the student athletes I'm interested what you guys think about the future of this, you know, you know, secondary education, streaming, sports. Um, is there any trends that you're seeing? Is there anything you've seen at NAB or any technology you and your organizations are opening up soon that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, I would say it's all adding analytics, right? And all these teams, not just Division I teams, but high schools are bringing analytics into the game. And so into the practicing, into the game analysis, and so you need to be able to do that, and what Sling Studio allows you to do is not only bring in the analytics, but multi-camera that's in sync with the analytics, and we have a new feature that allows you to do real-time coaching, as well as you can be streaming the game and doing that independent with one solution. So I would say that's number one. And I would say, you know, the, the other thing that's really pushing the envelope is two-way and remote coaching. It sounds kind of funny, but when you're a coach and you cannot travel all the time or your assistant coaches cannot travel, you want to be able to view the game and be able to do remote coaching because you want to be able to, to have the analytics or the video and then give feedback. And so with some of our new features, we allow this notion of remote coaching. Interesting. This might be the longest this has taken to come up all day, but I'll say social media. So one of the key things in sports is highlights. And what we're seeing is a push to make that happen faster and faster and faster. And we're actually seeing automated AI-based highlights coming out of these great productions and being able to tag, hey, it's, a, it's the replay. We actually want this. And getting it out to social media in 15 seconds or less. I mean, there's some really cool things happening with that. Wow. 
and I think along with those highlights too, um, when the high schools and smaller leagues have good broadcast quality footage yeah. that they're using to produce their own sporting events, when you get the high school kid that sinks a shot from the other side of the court and that runs on ESPN and news that same evening in broadcast quality, it allows you to, to elevate your own program and get that highlight out there to share with everyone. So that viral aspect is pushed not only through social media, but through traditional broadcast channels as well. So I'm wondering if you guys have had an aha moment with a coach or an athletic director where it was the point where they realized, wow, this is really helping the school, really helping the students. I know for me personally, when I was talking with some of the schools as we were preparing for the, the book that I just released, the Accelerated Broadcast Club curriculum, a lot of the broadcast, broadcast clubs are having the students run the, the streams. And I could not believe how many stories I heard about athletes calling up the broadcast club and thanking them because they got them a scholarship. And that's one of the ones for me where, wow, these kids who are broadcasting, are getting broadcasting the streams for the, for the athletes, are, their friends are calling them and saying, you helped me get into college. You helped me get to the scout. And in a lot of instances with live streaming being so new, the broadcast club uh, has, generally can't actually live stream every game. Right? There's six sports teams, 12 sports teams. They're going on the road, they're doing this and that. So they're trying, they're, they're trying to increase their capabilities and do more. Um, and I'm just wondering you know, if you guys have had some aha moments where the coach is just so excited, the student's excited, um, because some of this stuff is, is really exciting at the high school level as students are getting ready to graduate and go to college. I can share a really cool story along those lines. So we deal with the dealers who are selling the products and installing some of these production systems. And one of our dealers was sharing a story where they were working with an NFL stadium. And as they were installing this huge broadcast system, the, um, one of the technical directors went to a local school and saw students running around the bleachers taking reaction video from the fans in the bleachers and they decided that they wanted to produce that in the stadium and feed it live to the Jumbotron cool. during downtime in the games. And that came from watching a local community event for one of his uh, kids' sports. Wow. And it changed the whole direction of how this install went because now they had to add that live production to the Jumbotron with a different aspect of being able to feed right from the stadium floor. Wow. Yeah. I think one of the benefits that everyone I've ever talked to in the athletic director space at high school that gets into live streaming sees is that they're broadening the reach of the potential recruiting for their student athletes. So in the past, especially if you're playing at a really small school, you have a geographic region where the coaches may know, they may know your coach or something like that. But now with these live stream, obviously it's live stream, but VOD and being able to create highlight reels and, and stuff, it really increases the recruiting radius for these student athletes and really gives them more opportunities than they've ever had before. I would, I would say the two aha moments for myself would be one, because our thing studio is wireless and, and portable, it takes a few minutes to set up. So I have, when I go to schools and visit them using the product, they're covering not just football and the major sports, but they're covering wrestling or field hockey or water polo or swimming. 
and the students are so excited and so are the parents because now for the first time the parents and the grandparents can watch video of their kids for these sports that normally don't get the attention but because it's so easy to set up they're able to cover the sport so that's number one and the other one is monetization I have high schools throughout the country that are taking advantage of the live streaming and they're using the graphics and all the other features that we have and they're making thousands of dollars per game through sponsorships. Wow. So they're making their annual fundraising for the entire sports program with a couple of football games and a couple other games. Wow. So when you're talking about monetization, you're talking about ad opportunities yes. along with maybe private streams? It's or a combination of both, but I would say mostly it's, it's ads and just graphics. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and speaking to that, I don't know if anyone else has anything to mention, but I, I was very much surprised there's a school called the Palmetto Tigers. They're one of the top ten um, high schools in the country, and that's how they fund all of their broadcasting equipment. It ends up giving sponsors a very interesting venue for localized content, because yes. uh, a lot of local businesses are really trying to reach out to the parents and possibly the students, but generally the parents and the faculty at these high schools in a localized session, there's really no other, it's a brand new opportunity for local businesses to reach these types of audiences. So that's, I'm glad you mentioned that, Jeff, because that's really an interesting topic. Yeah, we see on, the, on our streaming platform side, a lot of our high schools are doing the pay-per-view. So there's obviously opportunities to create revenue there, but having things like pre-roll available to them and ad space, you know, the, the basic leaderboard ads below a video player, they can really turn into dollars for these high school programs. And then what they like to do is take that money, invest it back into equipment, better broadcast, more uh, you know, controls that they can have and, and move forward from there. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. This has been such a great conversation. Our pleasure. Thank, thank, you. thank you very much. Thanks, everybody. You've been watching the official NAB show live brought to you by Broadcast Beat. It's been such a fun broadcast talking about how high schools are live streaming sports, creating opportunities for athletes, for students, for broadcast clubs. And it's all brought to you here at NAB show live. Thank you for watching. This hour sponsored by Ruptly, the video news agency.